What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be Frontier Gentleman, original air dates June 29th, 1958, and the title is Gambling Lady. Hope you enjoy, and again, thanks for listening. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I met a gambler in Wyoming Territory and learned something about the terrible war between the states. Frontier Gentlemen. Here with an Englishman's account of life and death in the West. As a reporter for the London Times, he writes his colorful and unusual stories. But as a man with a gun, he lives and becomes a part of the violent years in the new territories. Now, starring John Daner, this is the story of J.B. Kendall, Frontier Gentleman. (laughs) 
When I returned to Cheyenne in Wyoming Territory, I found that a new and thriving establishment had opened during my absence. I first heard of it over a drink with Carrie Chase, the editor and publisher of the Cheyenne Daily Press. We were standing at the bar in the Gold Room Saloon, and I remarked on the fact that the adjacent gambling rooms seemed unusually quiet. Been like this over a week now. Uh, any particular reason? I guess you haven't heard about Madame Verdi. No. Quite a woman. Sailed in here ten days ago, in Denver, they say. Got the biggest painted freight wagon you ever saw. In some kind of a omnibus for her to travel in. Well, I tell you, no lady's boudoir was ever decked out any better. And is she a medicine woman? Oh, no, no. Gambling. Set herself up near the depot. A big tent. Roulette, faro, anything you name. Brought in her own dealers, case keepers, spindlemen. Day after she arrived, posters went up all over town. And since then... <laughs> well, the local boys aren't very happy about it. Taking all their business, huh? Just about. What sort of woman is she? I tried to get an interview. Not much luck. Doesn't like to talk about herself. But I tell you, there's a story there. I'd like to get it. Yes, sir. Quite a woman. Mm. Mm. Pretty? Pretty and a lady. A real belle. Hmm. Madame Verdi. Is she foreign? I wouldn't say so. Why don't you go down and take a look this afternoon? I'd like to join you, but I got to get my editorial out. Maybe I'll see you later. Right. I found the tent, a huge affair, a hundred yards or so from the railroad depot. Inside, a crowd of men thronged about several tables, and I recognized a number of wealthy cattlemen whom I had met a few weeks earlier at the Cheyenne Club. Then I saw Madame Verdi. She was rather small, quite lovely, wearing a very simple white and gold gown which set off her long, jet-black hair. The effect was striking, as I was sure it was meant to be. She sat behind a small table dealing a game called 21. As I approached, she looked up, caught my eye for a moment, then returned to the game. I stood watching. Cards? Yeah, you can hit me again, ma'am. Oh, that's just fine. You, sir? I stand. Page 21. Well, I'll be no a language, dirty... if you please, gentlemen. I ain't never seen such luck since uh, Buck the Tiger against Tin Horn down Abilene. And when he got through, I didn't have a tail feather left. The luck of the cards. Yeah. You want to sit in, sir? Uh, well, uh... Um, There's room for another. No, no, thank you. 21 isn't exactly my game. We have roulette, barrow, dice, poker. As a matter of fact, I came to see you. <laughs> yeah, well, you ain't alone, mister. You see, there ain't nobody I'd rather lose to. You can go them out again, madam. What's your business? I'm a newspaper man. I write for the London Times. Well, uh, you English fellas sure are filling up a territory. <laughs> it seems like there's as many of you as the Soonies here. Are we for. playing or are we talking? Cards, gentlemen. <clears throat> uh, you can hit me now, ma'am. Uh, and again, a uh, soft. Nice and soft. 
Yeah, I'll stay on this. Hit me. No, that ain't luck. Now, let me see them cards. Oh, now, you take it easy. Now, look here. I've been losing for better than two hours. I say that ain't luck. Unless you want me to shoot up this place, you just hand over that money you've been cheating me on. Put your gun away. Yes, I would if Mr. I were Mr. Listen, you. you're willing to buck out and smoke. You just keep out of this. All right, Madam Verdi, I got a thousand gold laying in front of you. Now, you just push it over and I won't no, be any... you don't. Oh. Mister, you know, for an Englishman, you got a real likely fist there. <laughs> hey, look at that. He's asleep and as gentle as a dead cat. Is everything all right, ma'am? Yes, thank you, ma'am. Take him outside and throw a bucket of water over Yes, ma'am. Tell Charlie to take over from me. Yes, oh, you leaving, ma'am? For a little while. Well, I'll be waiting for you. <laughs> I still got a ways to go before I'm cleaned out. Perhaps you'll let me stand you a drink, sir. Uh, no, thank you. It's a little early for me. I'm grateful for what you did just now. But really, it wasn't necessary. He never would have left the tent alive. My boys are always on the watch for things like that. I didn't know. What do they call you? Kendall. J.B. Kendall. Will you come over to my place, Mr. Kendall? It's quieter. Well, I'm overwhelmed, Madame Birdie. I must say, I've never seen anything like it. My home on wheels. I'm a traveling woman, Mr. Kendall, but I see no reason to give up my comforts. Won't you sit down? Thank you. Are you fond of birds, Mr. Kendall? I don't think I've ever thought of it one way or the other. This is my pet, Trinket. He's been with me for three years now. I don't usually talk to newspaper men. So I understand. Mr. Chase of the Cheyenne Press told me he didn't have much luck. Some newspaper men have been rather unkind. Hmm. Well, I think that readers in England would be fascinated by you. What, for example, would fascinate them? The obvious. That a young and very pretty woman is running the most successful gambling establishment in Cheyenne. And she bears the somewhat unusual name, Madame Verdi. Hmm. It used to be Madame Vestal. That was in Denver. Mm. And before that? I was Mrs. Newt Hallett. My husband was an army surgeon. He died in Texas of yellow fever. Oh. After that, I tutored for a while at an Indian agency. And then I found that I possessed an uncommon skill with the cards. There now. You have my entire history. Or at least something to start with. Um... Where were you born? I think that's one thing that I don't care to tell you. Where were you reared? And that's another. <laughs> Does the sort of thing that happened before in the tent occur very often? No. Do men take advantage of you simply because you're a woman? To the contrary. I usually take advantage of that fact myself. <laughs> With dire results, I have no doubt. <laughs> Well, I imagine that you're not particularly popular at this moment with the gambling hall owners here in Cheyenne. I'm only interested in popularity, Mr. Kendall. And it fills my cat box. 
I stayed on for another ten minutes odd and learned very little more beyond the fact that the full name she now used was Lurleen Monteverdi. Highly theatrical, she knew, but felt it was part of her work. When I once again attempted to probe into her past, she excused herself rather abruptly and returned to the big gambling tent. I walked over to Carrie Chase's office and told him about the interview. It wasn't until later that I learned what was taking place at that same moment in a room behind the Silver Dollar Saloon. Several men were present, and their faces were grim. They were listening to the Silver Dollar's owner, a man named Jonas Root. Now, boys... Boys, I call this here meeting because we're all up against the same trouble. That trouble being one calico queen named uh, Madame Verdi. Now, there ain't, ain't, ain't no call now for us to keep on trying to cut each other's throats to get customers for our places because she's got them all. That's the way it sits. Now, boys, here's what I figure. What we need now is an association of gambling parlor owners which association is made up of all of us here in this room. And we got a purpose. Which purpose is to get rid of said calico queen named Madame Verdi. All right, now lay off your tongue all, Jonas. We know that. <laughs> you said you got it figured out how to do it. Now get yeah, on with it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. All right, I got it whipped, I think. Now, all of you may be wondering who this here fella is I got sitting by Yeah, me. well, who is he? He calls himself Jack Wolcott. Now, he's got something to say to you. Well, you see, it's this way. I just got robbed up to that Madame Verdi. She took me for a thousand and twenty-one, and when I caught her dealing off the bottom of the deck, she had a boy jump me. Well, they sure made a mess out of your face, mister. You well, I aim to make them pay for it. Now, now, fellas, we don't want no crooked gambling from no she-gouger in Cheyenne. And there's something else. What I've been doing some inquiring these past days since you've been here. Now, I found out, <laughs> yes, sir, I found out something's going to get Fancy Nelly run plumb out of here. Jonas, will you haze the talk? Now, what do you know? Madam Verdi's real name was Belle Siddons. Belle Siddons? You mean Belle Siddons? <laughs> yeah, you know the name, Soapy. She's that Confederate spy, Belle Siddons. She is the same. Well, I was on guard duty in Grant Street Prison back in St. Louis when they brought her in. Boys, that's that red woman got Grant's troops cut off. Joe, Finch, uh, Big Al, you remember the raid on the Memphis Mobile Railroad, don't you? All right, now, I say that what we got to do is pay a call tonight on Madame Belle Siddons' verdict. And we'll ask her nice and polite to roll her wheels out of Cheyenne. Yeah, I agree, but supposing she says no. Well, then maybe we ain't so polite. Maybe then we take her out riding under a cottonwood leaf. Yeah, that's it. In a moment, we return to Frontier, gentlemen. You hear a lot about America's new leisure these days... But take a look at almost anybody's weekend, including your own, and you'll find everybody busier than ever at all sorts of projects and outdoor activities. Everywhere, things are humming. And everywhere, you'll find most everybody adding a pleasant new dimension to their activities with a radio nearby. 
Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you're in touch with the whole world with CBS Radio's many regular news broadcasts scheduled every weekend. In addition, with the whole CBS News staff around the world constantly on the alert for any unusual developments, you can count on immediate and comprehensive reports, whatever the hour, in case of any critical news flash. Keep up with the world with the regular CBS News broadcasts every weekend on CBS Radio. And now we return you to the Anthony Ellis production of Frontier Gentlemen. Neither Chase nor I had any idea what was brewing among the members of the newly formed Association of Gambling Parlor Owners. I sent a message to Madame Verdi asking her to dine with me at the Rollins house that night. You know, I didn't think you would. Join you for dinner? Why not? I don't know. Perhaps you strike me as the type of woman who never allows pleasure to interfere with business and that there's only room for business in your life. As a rule, yes. Well, I'm flattered that you make an exception tonight. I'm curious about you, Mr. Kendall. Oh? You're not the type of man I would expect to find as a newspaper correspondent. (laughs) Is there a type? I think you know what I mean. I'm not sure that I do. The way you managed that man this afternoon, something tells me that you could have done quite as well with a gun. Oh. Well, I've learned a little since coming to the West. (laughs) And what did you do before coming here? Well, a little of everything. You don't like to talk about yourself? There's not much to tell. Really? I was in the Army in India. Spent five years there. Went home to England... And I didn't find it home anymore, so I got a job through a friend of mine who works on the London Times. I send back articles on life in the American West. They buy them from me. I've met Englishmen who sound a great deal more English than you do. It's quite possible. I haven't cultivated the accent for some time now. You sound bitter. What happened in England? I didn't say anything happened. You didn't have to. (laughs) must be your card sense that gives you an insight into a man's thoughts. I'm seldom wrong. That's why I sit on the other side of the table. You see? It's so easy to ask questions. Not always as simple to answer them, (laughs) is it? No. Will you have more champagne? Please. If I were asked to gamble on it, I'd say there was a woman in England. You'd be half right. You look so stern, Mr. Kendall. Don't worry. There'll be another. There always is. Did you find another man after your husband died? No. But I imagine I will. You find me terribly callous? Mm, Not at all. Refreshingly honest. I'm afraid I shall have to be going back to the tent now. I'll take you. I've enjoyed myself very much, Mr. Kendall. So have I. Have you any money? Well, a little, yes. You decide to play roulette. I suggest that you bet on the black. Up to a thousand dollar payoff, it can be quite lucky. (laughs) Thank you, no. When I gamble, I'll take my own chances. It was a fine evening... And instead of taking the carriage she had hired, we walked toward her place. Neither of us spoke much. 
We had come to the end of the street when we saw the group of men waiting outside the big tent. They turned as we approached and walked toward us. I felt a sinking sensation in my stomach as I recognized one of them, the man I had hit that afternoon. All of them were armed. Good evening, Madam Verdi. Good evening, gentlemen. Waiting to try your luck with me? Well, I'll tell you, ma'am, we're... We're waiting to talk to you in private. That fellow, he's with us. He's one of them that pistol whipped me. He's a shill. Let's go inside the tent, gentlemen. I'll buy you a drink. No. We'll do our talking out here. Jason, will you get on with it? Now, ma'am, we represent the Cheyenne Association of Gambling Parlor Owners. You ain't a member. No, I'm not. Now, we got a complaint that you're not running your games clean. The association don't like that. So we took a vote. And we agreed that you got to be out of this here town come morning. Where did you hear that Madame Verdi runs a crooked game? From him? Yeah, from me. Besides which, she ain't no Madame Verdi. I know you. Maybe you don't remember me, but I seen you, Bell Siddons, when they brought you to the St. Louis prison in chains. We don't want no Confederate spies in Cheyenne. I don't know anything about that, but she wasn't cheating. Your friend here decided he couldn't afford to lose anymore, so he drew his gun on the lady and tried to get it back. I hit him. That's all there was to it. You're a liar. And if I don't choose to leave? You ain't got no choice, Belle. You get, or you're going to find yourself looking through cottonwood leaves, which is what should have happened to you anyway. That's the way we handle your kind around here. Uh, There won't be any need for that. Miss Siddons is going to be sensible, ain't you, ma'am? There's a lot of folks in Cheyenne might not take kindly to you being a Confederate spy and everything. Might even take matters out of our hands, if they find out. You gentlemen seem to be holding the cards. That's the way to look at it. Hey, Kendall. Who's that? The newspaper fella, Chase. I thought that was you. Evening, ma'am. Evening. Oh, how are you, Root? Boys, you <laughs> come over to see how she does it. I hear your places aren't making out so well. I thought I'd take a spin at the roulette table, Madam Verdi. I should be honored, Mr. Chase. Why don't we all go in together? No, no, i got to be getting back to the silver dollar. You won't forget our, uh, our little deal, will you, ma'am? No, I won't. went into the tent. She was tight-lipped, pale. Four hours later, at exactly two o'clock, she called a halt to the play and the tent was cleared. Chase, flushed with whiskey he had taken and the hundred dollars he had won, joined me at her table. (laughs) A fine evening, ma'am. You're a credit to Cheyenne. You run a square game, and I'm going to say so in my next editorial. Thank you, Mr. Chase, but you needn't bother. I'm leaving in the morning. Oh, now you can't. You can't do that. I'll be heading for Deadwood. Why, ma'am, you could spend the rest of your life around here. I'm afraid not. Well, sure you can. Isn't that so, Kendall? No, that ain't so. She's getting out. But before she does, she's giving me back that thousand. Ain't you, Madam Verdi? I very much doubt it. Go away now, before you get into more trouble. Now you keep out of this, mister. I'm talking to the lady. 
How about it, Madam Verdi? You lost fair. And I say I was cheated. You know, folks in Cheyenne could do a lot of damage this place. Maybe to you if they found out about certain things. Get out. I will. When I get my money. What's it all about? What? Oh, he doesn't know, huh? Well, Mr. Chase, you can print it in your paper. Print what? Well, do I get it? Yes. No. No, it doesn't matter. Let him talk. The war's over. People won't mind. People do mind, Mr. Kendall. I'm afraid they're going to go on minding for a long time. I wish somebody would tell me what people will talk about. Ask her. You're a scummy little rat. Maybe. But I was a rat that fought for the Union. I wasn't a stinking... Shut up! Don't try. Here's your money. What's the matter, mister? You scared to draw? Just waiting for you. You're the one who's going to do the killing. Remember? Bell City. Dirty, stinking Confederates. Bah. Bell Siddons? Yes. Oh. I'm sorry you had to do that, Mr. Kendall. I am too. I'll be gone in the morning. Thank you for your friendship. Why not stay? Mr. Chase... I think she better go. Thanks to Miss Siddons, I lost my brother in the Memphis Mobile raid. I'll wait for you outside, Kendall. Frontier Gentlemen was written, produced, and directed by Anthony Ellis and stars John Daner as J.B. Kendall. Featured in the cast were Jeannie Bates, Lawrence Dobkin, Stacey Harris, Harry Bartell, and Jack Crucian. Join us again next week for another report from The Frontier Gentleman. Bud Sewell speaking. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application, 
Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Join in the conversation by going to otrwesterns.com slash Discord. And don't forget to send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. This episode is copyright under the attribution, not commercial, share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day, and again, thanks for listening.